Hello everybody, welcome to Pitch It, Waypoint's discount game show where we bring on three guests who are passionate about certain IPs. They can pitch things like TV shows, comics, movies, even video games. But we have certain guidelines they have to follow, you know, most of the time. Because that's Austin stuff. Today, I'm your host, Alec Bobko, and we're going to be doing things a little different today. Today, joining me, we have Brett and Josh from Waypoint. Howdy. Hello. And joining us, very thankful, by the way, he joined very last second. Oh my God. Brandon from Aces Wild Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for hopping on. Yes. Yeah, we really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I crunched this together in about an hour. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) All right. Before we get going, I want to introduce you guys to a little person I know called Mr. Hypeman. Mr. Hypeman. Uh oh. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, hype. Josh, you have a very interesting pitch you told us about before. So why don't you get us started there? All right. So, you know, these movies, the Star Wars movies come out and they come out at varying degrees of quality and they're always patched up by extra content. And the best thing to come from the Clone Wars is the Tartakovsky two-part animated special. And I think it's about time the sequel trilogy gets that treatment. I want a two-part Today I'm pitching basically a two-part um, Tartakovsky animated special about the Knights of Ren, basically revolving around um, Kylo Ren's fall to the dark side, and then uh, you know he burns down the um, burns down the Jedi Temple, and all the Jedi are on the hunt from the Knights of Ren. Um, for this, I'm thinking about bringing back you know some well-known characters, some familiar faces, you know have um, have Cal Kestis face off against Kylo Ren, you know, like this kind of, this event it basically brings all the Jedi together because, um, you know, they're no longer being hunted after Return of the Jedi. There's a small empire uh, fraction still about, so they kind of go back to their normal ways of like traveling the universe and uh, roaming and kind of bringing peace. And then this event happens, Kylo Ren dest- destroys the Jedi temple, kills the majority of the Jedi there. This shows about the survivors and the Knights of Ren hunting all them. Um, as well as I want to bring back Mando in a show in a showdown versus the um, versus the Knights of Ren because of course Grogu goes down and instead of seeing this Mando that's kind of like a Joel character where he's protecting Grogu, um, kind of see him as a vengeful father uh, in the style of like Tartakovsky's animation, which like. If you've seen the latest season of Jack, like uh, Samurai Jack, oh my God, that show looks so beautiful, action-packed, and just to have it revolve around this event and star the Knights of Ren, we get some more background. For the first part, I'm kind of thinking world building, um, more so in terms of where the world is at um, after Return of the Jedi, and then end of the first part, shit goes haywire, Kylo turns destroys the temple and then the second part is all about the ramifications jedi being hunted uh luke skywalker trying to escape go off to his island to drink his green milk which brett loves of course and um yeah that's kind of about it so far 
Okay, that's interesting. Um, one question I do have is just timeline wise is Cal Kestis. I know he's in that Fallen Order takes place after episode three, so right. Yeah. So um, basically, with lots of Jedi coming to help um, mm-hmm. or see what's kind of gone down, you know, they sense this disturb this great disturbance in the Force, and they go to see what's up. Um, we're seeing basically Master Cal Kestis. Um, kind of, okay, you know, okay. gray hair, like fully honing his skills, um, comes to save the day, realizes far too late, trying to find where Luke is at this point and shows down versus Kylo Ren. And, um, I think, I think for the sake of this, I want Kylo Ren to kill him just to make him more of a bad guy, you know, just to make him Ooh. even like, okay. like more okay. despicable, like a villain you love to hate, right? He's taken down. Mm. On Solo, um, you know, almost killed his mom, killed Snoke, but Snoke deserved it, of course. Um, Not at this point, yeah, though. Yeah. Him, yeah, yeah, exactly. And to have him take down, to have him take down Cal Kestis would just make you hate him okay. even more. And then in terms of the Mando part, I was thinking of having Mando show down versus um, versus the Knights of Ren, maybe popping in because there's only six in the movie, and I want a couple of them to die. So maybe making some like four new Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to have them in the in the show. Okay, okay. You have me intrigued. All right, all right. Brett, what's your pitch? All right, so my pitch is bring back Kyle Katarn into canon. We're, we're doing a brand new spanking video game, and essentially, so like uh, like all kind of recent uh legends. Uh, stuff being adapted into canon. We're going to take some existing stuff but just tweak it for the new timeline. So, uh, essentially, if you guys have ever played Dark Forces 1, the, the first game with Cal Katarn, he essentially steals the Death Star plans. And so, we're going to tweak that plot line to post-Episode 9 where, you know, the First Order isn't completely eradicated yet. You know, they suffered a big defeat at Exegol. But, you know, they still got uh, a Coruscant. They still got a couple planets more in the core. And we're going to have Kyle Katarn break into a vault in Coruscant to steal, um, I think it was Pax Aurora. It was like one of those plans that they listed off in Rogue One. Essentially another kind of kind of like what they do with hyperspace, hyperspace tracking in Last Jedi. But Kyle Katarn is going to bust into this vault and, and steal this um, uh, plans. And uh, we're going to kind of do the same um, plot progression in terms of the Force with Jedi Outcast, where you start out with no Force powers, and then by the end of the game, you'll you'll be a fully-fledged uh, Jedi. Um, so for the studio, I was thinking, um, I didn't want to go with Respawn, because I was like, that's too easy for <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. So I was like, mm-hmm. what's like an indie developer that could take it to the next level in terms of actually producing a triple a game and uh, as i was researching i was looking at different studios and i saw uh kina bridge of spirits i was like oh this game t- totally looks triple a totally looks next level and i was like and it's a third person action game which is what the original dark forces jedi knight games I mean, it was you could transition from first person to third person but i i played it primarily third person and so i i could totally see ember lab uh uh, making this new Kyle Katarn video game. And it would be the same genre, so it would be action-adventure. 
uh, with, you know, puzzle, puzzle elements incorporated into that. Um, and yeah, that's essentially it. Okay. So for somebody that's never played dark forces, um, can you introduce me a bit to, uh, that character? Okay. So Kyle Katarn in original legends was, um, uh, elevator pitches. Essentially he's a combination of, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker in terms of he's got that okay. roguishness of Han Solo, but he's still got that uh, the the um, optimism and also uh, the force power potential from Luke. And um, yeah, Dark Forces, I mean, there's five games, so they kind of transition from gameplay and genre style, but uh, the first couple games are more like Doom style shooter with puzzle elements, and then they transition to third person action like melee combat, lightsaber uh, stuff with puzzle elements still incorporated. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I know Kena Bridge of Spirits isn't out, but I know that it, the gameplay looks cool. And I'm guessing there will be some sort of upgrade tree, so potentially you can see that connection, but as a little bit of a in, it's really interesting pick going with somebody way less known to do a big Star Wars game. So I really like that pick. Very yeah. 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 Cause it, like throughout the history of LucasArts, they've definitely had like Raven Software, who made Jedi Outcast originally mm-hmm. was a super small developer before uh, they started making Star Wars games and then got get, getting incorporated into making Call of Duty. So there is some mm-hmm. history literally with the studio that made those games as well with uh, okay. licensing out. Yeah. All righty. All right. And Brandon, last but not least. Okay. So again, I had one hour to do this. I'm showing up on late <laughs> notice. So there's going to be some holes in this. Okay. But we're going to have right. some fun with it. We're here for it. Okay. So I think the best Star Wars movie to come out since um, pretty much Empire Strikes Back probably was Rogue One. And I think the reason Rogue One was so cool is because it treated Star Wars as a sandbox to do other genres of movies instead of treating Star Wars as its own genre. So they did a war movie set in Star Wars. I want to do a heist movie set in Star Wars. I want to do Ocean's Eleven in space. It's a Lando Calrissian movie. Here's what's going on. It's a couple years after Solo. Lando is like reeling from the loss of the Millennium Falcon. He's lost a lot of money and he's mostly lost a lot of respect. So he's going to put together a huge scheme to get a bunch of money and just have himself set for the rest of his life and to be known as like the best thief in the galaxy, right? So what he's going to do is he's going to host a massive gambling tournament for Savak on Canto Bite, the big casino planet. But he's going to make a lot of money doing the gambling tournament in general because he's going to be playing in and he's also going to be collecting, you know, um, a fee for everybody who enters but he knows that it's going to attract a lot of uh, shady characters. Um, one particular black market dealer he knows is a huge gambling addict. He's going to be showing up there, and he's going to be making a deal on Canto Bite during the tournament. So they're going to be stealing what he's planning on selling while the tournament's going on. So he's got to put together a crew. He's obviously got Lobot, you know, his, his trusty companion. Um, I want, um, has anybody here seen Barry on HBO? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Kerrigan, the guy who plays Noho Hank, the bald guy, mm-hmm. he's going to be Lobot. I like that guy. He's also going to, we're going to get uh, DJ the Slicer from Last Jedi. Um, 
that's uh, Benicio del Toro's character. He's going to be like a teenager around this time, but it's just, we're going to tie stuff in. Everybody likes when you do that. Um, so they don't know who's going to be the buyer for the item. They don't know what the item is, but the tournament's going. Han Solo, he's doing a bunch of small scams on the side. Um, not, not Han Solo, uh, Lando. He's doing a bunch of small scams on the side, making a lot of money and stuff. Finally, the dealer gets there. The, the deal's getting ready. The buyer shows up. The buyer is Boba Fett. But they know Boba Fett doesn't have the cash to be buying this amount of stuff, which means he has to be there for somebody. They know that Boba works for Jabba the Hutt all the time, so that's probably what's going down. They're going to be stealing from Jabba the Hutt. What are they stealing? It's a baby Rancor that this guy has captured and is going to be selling to Jabba the Hutt. It's the same Rancor that is eventually going to end up in Jabba's palace. So they need... A getaway driver they steal the rancor everything goes crazy boba's chasing after them all that fun stuff they get a getaway driver it's han solo shows up in the millennium falcon picks up the rancor but double crosses everybody and steals it for himself this leads jabba the hut and boba fett going after han solo capturing him he's going to get stuck in that revolving door of debt with jabba the hut that eventually leads to where he's at in a new hope Lando Calrissian has made money, but not as much money as he wants. So he's not going to be set off for his retirement. He's not getting all the respect that he wants. Instead, he is going to take a job as the Baron Administrator in Cloud City. That's the movie. Ooh, I like it. Ooh. I like it. Oh my god, that's awesome. You have me a canto fight. Yeah, <laughs> add me at uh, don't join my man. Don't join DJ. I like him being back. This is pretty hype, uh, especially also I, I could always use more Donald Glover in the Star Wars universe. Exactly. So he's that, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I can't poke holes in that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was brilliant, man. That was awesome. That was I loved every second of that. Time, that was like pinpoint, <laughs> like just like thoroughly thought out. I I enjoyed all of that. No, thank yeah. you very much. Maybe you should do this thing more often. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm available whenever. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. So we had Josh's uh, two-parter Knights uh, of Ren movie. We had Brett's uh, Kyle Katarn video game. And then we had the Lando uh, heist movie. Um, so. I like the premise of the video game. Um, not sure. I feel like it would kind of just fall more in line with those other ones, though. Like stuff that's like here. Oh, it's good. You know, mm-hmm. nothing. Not that I. I'd probably play it still, but um, right. I'd and both of the movies. Honestly, I'd I'd watch both of them in a heartbeat, just because we know nothing about the Knights of Ren. Right, and then imagine. Because the only the only cool version of General Grievous is the one in the Tartakovsky series, True. where like he's <laughs> yeah. just this menace, and he, like he, not it's the wheezing like pile the, of metal. <laughs> exactly, he's almost like um when he's fighting all those Jedi's, it's almost like he's um it's like this horror um part of Star Wars that we've never seen before. And then in the um newest season of samurai jack they have like he's on the run versus five deadly assassins and that that's and they're just fighting him and he's like they're just taking him down and he's getting his ass whooped and that's kind of where this like um seeing that was where this 
pitch of mine kind of uh, started from. I like the idea of a Jedi mm-hmm. on the run versus the Knights of the Run and th- them just like slowly taking them down and mm-hmm. destroying them. Plus, we need more. We need more um, sequel content, you know? Yeah. And I know you kind of went over this, but you said that basically you're kind of made the assumption that, uh, or I guess not the assumption, because we did see spoilers for season two of Mando. Um, Luke take Grogu. So, I guess we don't need to make the assumption anymore that Luke's training him at, um, wherever Kylo eventually is. Yeah, so, I thought that, like, seeing yeah. Mandalorian season two, I thought that would be a very, um, heartbreaking way for Grogu to go out and finish his story. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, within the oh, first part, because sure. the, the, um, because the way the Clone Wars uh, animated special was was broken up in two parts. So, like, the first part I was thinking we do character building. We see um, Han Solo do some jobs um, post-Return of the Jedi and give his son to Luke Skywalker, as well as, you know, um, Rey maybe leading a small resistance group on um, Jakku for some First Order um some First Order troops going down to salvage what was left of the Battle of Jakku, um, as well as see where Mandalore is at and get the setup for uh, Din Djarin to have him and then find out about Grogu and go on this vengeful quest all in the style of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Series, like the OG Clone Wars and uh, with the Darksaber, go on this just revenge quest. Oh. Cool. That's, That's cool. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Brett, uh, what kind of length were you thinking for the game? Uh, I was thinking like a, a 12 hour campaign. Okay. Um, right. It's, it's simply mm-hmm. how in line the, the old games were. And then also to you, the, the, the older games are famous for their multiplayer components. So you could totally mm-hmm. include a multiplayer component, um, you know, selling skins, microtransactions, um, big bucks no, coming no. your way. Damn. Maybe EA should be taking this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, what would that multiplayer uh, be? Would it be more like a Battlefront kind of style? or? So typically how it, it would probably just be what what uh, the old the old games had was just Team deathmatch, free for all, like capture the flag, objective based game types, mm-hmm. um, and and all that too. Yeah. Okay, so like, bl- like lightsabers, where they have like blasters, but yeah, what yeah. kind of game gameplay? I guess is. Yeah, you could rotate with with whatever you want. Um, there are certain matchups where, like, if you see someone with a lightsaber, you probably don't want to shoot them because they'll they'll block it so they're, they're but you know rockets are harder to you can't block a rocket so there's different mm-hmm. like um um like rock paper scissors kind of meta gotcha gotcha certain, certain things yeah okay and did you have like any kind of uh i guess a twist kind of in mind for the game or twist hmm i i didn't come up with one initially, but um, so in, in Dark Forces 2, one of the hooks of Kyle's journey is like seeing his dad uh, 
have this like secret about him having this force potential, but he had to keep it, you know, on the on the down mm-hmm. low. It's, this is like during the time of the empire, so uh, you know you can just be waving your lightsaber around mm-hmm. <laughs> really yeah. early. So, so I wonder if for this new game set in the post Episode Nine era, having that twist and, and somehow incorporating that into his father, where his father either worked for the First Order or uh, was a Force mm-hmm. user, but uh, a fallen Jedi from the Temple, from Luke's Temple. Um, mm-hmm. Like he made, like, you know, he was out on a blue milk run and then came back and it was all, mm-hmm. all <laughs> and, yeah, so so there's there's a, definitely something with that connection that you could easily twist into something that would, mm-hmm. would shock the player, for especially for older players too from the the Legends games, since mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that role was so different. Okay, okay. Got me a bit more intrigued by that. And Brandon, I'm not, again, I can't really poke <laughs> holes. Like, I love me a good heist movie. You know, like Fast Five is my favorite Fast and Furious movie. And I loved every second of that. Like, going back to, well, first of all, getting um, Childish Gambino back to play Oh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. Lando, like, come on, we gotta, yeah. we gotta get more of him. I mean, mm-hmm. aren't, wait, Lando is Lando is the best. Lando's like probably my favorite Star Wars character ever. Mm-hmm. He's up there for sure. We need more of a crew, though. We need, um, yeah, I guess the, the yeah, the more thing? of the crew. I guess. I know that's not it necessarily. Is. I mean, I guess okay. The crew definitely is important for a heist movie. So I know you had. Uh, Han being the getaway driver, but yeah, yeah, any yeah other... and I would like Han Solo to not really show up until about like the mm-hmm. maybe the second act break into the third act. Han mm-hmm. Solo will be there. I kind of thought you would have um, a couple people from the original trilogy. You have Han, you have um, you have Lando, obviously, and Boba Fett showing up. You yep. get one person from the sequel trilogy, which will be a uh, DJ the Slicer, and then. I would like to come up with somebody to bring in for the from the prequels. That's kind of hard to do, surprisingly. Yeah. Thinking yeah. about it, maybe it was... just have some cameos from like um, who was that diner guy that um? Oh. What's his name? He's got a weird name. I can never Re- remember Rex? what it is. Rex. Rex. Yes. Rex. Yeah. That sounds if, right. If you wanted to get real deep cut, uh, I can't. I don't think the remember in the Clone Wars, Obi Wan like takes that dude's identity. Who's a bounty hunter and like, like scans his face and like looks like this it like bounty hunter. Yeah, like I don't think that guy dies, right? So you could you could do something like that or one mm-hmm. of the bounty hunters from from the Clone Wars. Okay. TV show. That yeah, or work, um, right? you would almost uh, as a, the big thing I think your kind of heist crew is missing right now is like a big weapons person. Mm. If yeah, and if this is set before um Rogue One. Uh, you could do. Who's that big gun guy? The guy with the massive. Oh yeah, oh, ba- Baze Malbus. Baze Malbus. My boy. <laughs> I've seen that movie once. I don't. I don't know. How I remember that name. <laughs> oh man, I just remember him like looking up on the beach. He's like, and then blows up. That's all I remember. Yeah, we can work with that. There's a. I would like to, you know, obviously I'd like to get a lot of new characters involved, you know, oh, fun sure. heist people and stuff. 
But um, I think just having a couple cameos in there is really what's going to mm-hmm. make people happy. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All righty. Well, Lola, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to decide a winner. And I think we all know it already, but it is the Lando Heist movie. so thank thank you once again brandon for uh just coming in and just destroying that pitch yeah thank you this was was a lot of fun yeah definitely have to have you back sometime uh so uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching if you have an ip that you are extremely passionate about please dm austin his Twitter will be in the description and we will see you at the next waypoint.